0: Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Rhett Gillens. He's in the restaurant industry and he feels stuck. He wants to start his own software business. So congratulations, Rhett, for your guys' chance to win 100 bucks every Monday morning. Simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now in order to enter and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you subscribe. Coming up tomorrow morning, you guys will hear from Regan Hillier. We'll break down the clever way this 26-year-old is making 128 grand per month profit. Okay, Top Drive, good morning. Our guest today is Randy Reiz, and he's the he's the co-founder of Venture Pact, a SaaS platform that helps businesses intelligently source and manage vetted software development teams. He previously worked in private equity at Silver Lake Partners and in Machine Learning. Randy, are you ready to take us to the top? Sure, let's do this. So, hey, first things first. Silver Lake and machine learning—they both sound pretty fun. Why'd you leave?
1: Um, that's a great question. Actually, uh, the main reason I left was, was a good friend of mine from college, and I caught up and realized that um, basically, mobile was growing. Mobile was really taking off. This is 2011, or around the time of 2011, and mobile was taking off, and that you know we saw this change in the way companies worked. Uh, basically, everything was going to become software based, and um, we thought that there was a huge opportunity to help companies in this transition in becoming software companies or digital companies or mobile companies, whatever you want to call it. Um, and that was so exciting that even though I had a great time in both uh, working in tech and working at Silver Lake and um, in, in investing in tech, uh, this was, this was something that was was too exciting to, to let go of. So
0: venture Pact is what you're running now. How do you guys make money?
1: Sure. Uh, well, companies will come to us and be like, all right, we, we need to, you know, build. Sometimes it's just, I need to build a mobile app. Sometimes it's more heavy. I need to integrate these three products and I need to revamp my website. I need to integrate with this uh, inventory management system or whatever it might be. Um, And so they'll use our system to find teams and manage them uh, and the entire oversight of that whole implementation process they do on our site. And in exchange for that, they'll pay us a fee uh, depending on at the, the structure of the engagement and there's a few nuances depending on, on on depending on like do they want a project governor from our side they want things here and there but the main way we make money is a client's going to come to us they're going to want to build some technology and they use us to find the teams and oversee them or, or or they just have their existing team and they run they run the entire oversight of the development process on our site and then they'll they'll pay us for
0: that okay and you said you said that this is obviously a SaaS platform so how many paying customers are you guys at currently
1: Sure. So we've we've had over hundred um, customers and uh, across you know various sectors and sizes of companies, which is uh, both a good thing and a bad thing. Right? You you a lot of companies need to build software, um, but then the question is, you know, where do you focus? Because if because uh, you know a five person company will tell you I need to build a lot of software if they're a technology company, and uh, a lot of big companies who are non traditionally software companies are realizing they need to be in software, and so they need software. And so we've had a pretty nice spectrum of, of customers across the board.
0: And, and what year did you launch the business in? So we
1: launched in 12, 2012. Okay. And uh, are you guys,
0: are you self-funded or bootstrapped or
1: uh, backed? Yeah. So we've actually went the bootstrapped route, um, which, is, which is a tougher route. But um, also we feel that it forces you to be very, very thoughtful in how you spend your time and how you spend your money. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a advantages and disadvantages to it. Uh, but overall, it's paid off well for us.
0: So, on average, what does a customer pay you guys? What do you What do you make from a single customer?
1: Sure. If it's, um, I'll go the two main plans that most people buy. Um, uh, the the second the, the the first plan, which is like a the basic plan, which a lot of the smaller companies will use, is they basically will pay us uh, a, a percentage of the project, a, a small percentage of their project, uh, to oversee the entire implementation process on our site. And they can also source as well so that's another feature where they can source the team um, and, and they get limited access to the tools for the um, m- most like mid-sized and larger companies will buy a, will pay a monthly fee like we'll use we'll use the full-on SaaS platform they pay a monthly fee and in that case it will vary depending on you know do they want a project governor do they not want a project governor. but usually it will be in the low four digits for, per month for for that the, the full platform Platform.
0: Okay, so call uh, it call it call it four thousand per month on average.
1: Uh, a bit less than that, but yeah.
0: Okay, three thousand per month. Yeah. And how yeah. many months do typically people stay with you?
1: Sure. So uh the again, here we we divide things by segment. But yeah, larger companies are going to stay with us for a long time. They're going to stay with us for over two years um because they have so many software products. Smaller companies might come and they say, okay, I'm going to start off building two. You know, my MVP or building this and then they'll stay for uh, for around you know 6 to 8 9 months that range.
0: Okay, okay, got it. So I mean in that way are you guys actually a SaaS platform or not really cuz I mean this is more like a retainer model like an agency. They
1: Sure, good question. The the larger companies uh use us more like SaaS uh because we have like our code quality tools that they'll use and they always want to keep those code quality tools code activity tools kind of see what's happening hmm. in in the code implementation. So that's uh, that's like monthly ongoing. You're right in the sense that the basic plan that the startups get, um, they're usually getting it on a, they they usually start off with a per project basis because they're either building an MVP or they have a new product and then they want to, they might use us on an ongoing basis for maintenance, but that's smaller. Um, They're not really building full products. They're just maintaining it. The maintenance is more, more SaaS. And then the projects themselves, you're right. They're uh, more like as and when they are needed so, so, what, so help us, I,
0: I'm trying to get back into like general revenue size, but it's difficult because there's so many, there's percentages and cuts and some yeah, sass and some yeah. sass. So in 2015, what was total top line revenue?
1: Yeah. So, uh, we had a great year last year. Um, and we've did, we did, you know, we're, we're, we've done transaction wise. Uh, we're well into the, well into the seven figures. What, what do you mean transaction wise? So like transactions completed on, on the platform and transactions complete and, and, and payments. like like So we facilitate... Yeah, that doesn't uh,
0: matter though, right? That doesn't matter. I mean, if so if a million dollars has gone through your platform, that doesn't help us get a sense of... I mean, I guess it gets a sense of usage. It's a key usage metric. But for our... For, for Veep, you know, you guys specifically for Venture Pact, if you're putting yeah. seven figures of transaction volume through your process, how much revenue are you guys making from that?
1: Okay, so the the way like so our company so if you look at our company and our metric so we have like we thirty one employees in okay. the company, and we and then from the the way we make money it's the trans, we, transaction is one metric. So you're right. The, we make on the basic plan transactions matter because we're making a percent on the premium plan transaction doesn't matter as much because we're making a monthly fee, and so that's why it's more complex than than. Uh, yeah, than that. But yeah, so we. No, that, that,
0: that's, that's exactly why I'm just asking what is yeah. the revenue number that venture Pact made in 2015? It's because it's so complex. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I said like from our revenue standpoint, we, we had a great year last year and we were able to like scale up the company. So last year alone, we moved from around, you know, 14, 15 people up to 31 uh, employees. So that was a great year for us. And we did, we were able to do well. Well, that just means yeah. your costs doubled. What, what <laughs> give us a yeah, sense of, like, re- so we, give us a
0: sense of revenue size.
1: Yeah, I'm saying our revenue. We had, a, we had a great year in terms of revenue as well last year.
0: So, I mean, did you guys make 200 grand? Did you make 500 grand top line after the train? Like,
1: so we don't we don't release our specific revenue figures, and that's why that's why I'm saying like uh, the we have, but we we had a really good year last year, and that's that's how we've been able to yeah, scale but so, up our employees. So why do
0: you why do you say really good though? But then you won't you won't help us understand what really good means. I mean, that's well, you give us it, give us a range if you don't feel comfortable yeah, giving yeah. a specific number. Well, well,
1: well I, I said because the reason we, we 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 haven't like as a company we haven't specifically been uh, we haven't like uh, gone out and actually mentioned our specific numbers um, and that's why i that's why i'm saying like but it's because we bootstrapped company you can kind of get a sense of okay we're funding our operations from cash flow so it's different from a financing company where costs and revenue are completely so what were your total expen-
0: what were your total expenses from 2015
1: well, so well, I mean, you can do the math and get an estimate. Well, we're not giving out. specific say, say numbers. If... We're not giving specific numbers, like um, we're not giving specific numbers. But I, I guess the main thing I was trying to present is that, like, we we had a good year and we've been going, we've been going nicely. Um, I think more, it's more important to get a sense of the what we learned than a specific number. Well, well, no, number it doesn't like, because you, know, you can. Yeah.
0: The, here's Randy. Here's why I'm doing this. Right, yeah. people come on all the time. Yeah. they've raised a bunch of money or they've not raised money yeah. they have a bunch of employees they don't have a bunch of employees they say 31 team members they're actually like two yeah. people are full time and there's like 18 contractors oh, no, no. 31 full time no, no that's just an example it's yeah, right, yeah, just an example yeah, my, yeah. my point is when people come on and they say they're doing yeah. really really well yeah. my audience there's millions of people listening to the show millions it's unbelievable yeah. they expect me to get to the real number sure. and you're dancing around it and I can't figure sure. out why
1: well well, because we haven't decided as a company to release those numbers yeah, so but that's you're why C- I'm saying-
0: you're, you're the CEO so you can decide so if you decide not to help me understand why you're not going to decide to do it, it means you're weaker than what you actually are.
1: No, it just means we're not comfortable releasing the numbers. Like, but why aren't there are you many comfortable? companies? Well, there are many private companies that don't release their revenue figures many, many private companies.
0: Like uh, it's totally understandable. Then there's companies like Buffer that put them all out there and they're right, growing like exactly, exactly. And growing and That's really a decision fast. by
1: the company. the a decision by the company.
0: Well, yeah. So I'm gonna try and convince you to to share. That's what I'm doing, right? So right. Why, totally why would you, why would you totally why, cool. why would I you think, not what's the reason you would not share if, if it's well, not because, from the fact that you're trying to hide something or something's weak?
1: Well, there's no well, we, we don't see much well, I guess the main thing is we don't see that much value in releasing specific numbers. Like we don't see how that is very valuable to us as a company. Well, uh um, let, really let me tell the, you let me tell you let
0: me tell you why it's valuable because people so right now in this particular situation with the cohort mm-hmm. of listeners you're speaking to you're speaking to a million listeners yeah. they are entrepreneurs they are right. people that are looking to start their own business they are potentially sure. fantastic cu- customers for sure. venture packed but i can tell you right now based off how the interview is going not a, they're not going to go use venture packed they they go and use in droves i mean they sign up in droves to sure. people when they when they come on and they express you know as much as they possibly can so i won't push this any further outside of giving you one last chance to express what you can in terms in terms of revenue size of the business so that you can convince my audience to go use the tool.
1: Sure. So we I mean, I guess the, the most thing I can say is that for revenues in the business, we're in the seven figures in, in revenues of the business. I can say that.
0: Okay. How can you be in seven figures though in terms of revenue of the business if you said that you were in seven figures in terms of total transaction volume processed?
1: The, the, the transaction volume processed Last year was well into the seven figures, right? Yeah, so let's say it was
0: the highest seven figure. Let's say it was $9 million.
1: Right. And then we have a basic plan that makes around 10% on that, plus the monthly fee
0: okay got it so you would have to be stretching you're, 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 see this is why it's complex you're giving me a range and not being specific so let's say that you're you're at the high range of seven figures so nine mm. million transaction volume and then nice. you take 10 percent of that at a minimum so you're doing somewhere around just over the seven figure mark you call it a million in, in or the million basic two. plan
1: in the basic plan then you have the monthly fee which is separate which okay, is got the, it. <laughs> what's the monthly fee we just talked about that. So the monthly fees is usually as around the, you know, $3,000, 2000 a month on average. Obviously, sometimes it's more than that.
0: Okay. Got it. Got it. All right. So, I mean, is it, you know, I mean, your imagine your main cost is really the, the employee base and there's 31 of them. So, right. I, I'm, and where are you guys based? We're in New York. In New York. Okay. So imagine like not cheap. I mean, so I can, I can kind of back in the math and math and do, you know, average salary is a hundred grand per, per, uh, per employee, which means about eight grand per month, which means eight grand times 31. And you can kind of get to about a quarter of a million bucks in revenue per per month is what you guys would have to be in order to cover those costs.
1: Right. So we, we actually, we actually have a remote team. So we have people in Boston. We have people in New Jersey. We have people in New York. We're based in New York, Uh but we have a, we have a remote team. How many are remote
0: versus in New York?
1: um i would say like 80 percent of our company is oh, remote okay. they'll come so that to new york cost a little bit they'll, they'll, exactly so they will they'll they'll come to new york but they're not based in new york cool
0: well this is great this is great hey thanks for opening up about that man i know it's not easy but i do appreciate yeah. it and I, i'm well, telling you, that you we haven't
1: we we've never done it before and so like i know you you like asked like a bunch of times i'm really resilient and that's like a good interviewer a journalist would do that uh it's just that we haven't Done it before, so I give you, give you a sense like yeah, but you who the
0: hell who cares about that? Right? No, no one drove an Uber before Uber took over the world, so saying you haven't done sure. it before I don't think is a good answer, right? And I'm not an interviewer, dude. I like I do these because they're fascinating and it turns sure. out all these people listen. And dude, it's sure. a great opportunity for you to come on. I hope a lot of people are going to go use Venture I think, because of it. So I think it's great, sure,
1: thanks,
0: okay, totally. Right. And what are you, um, what are you, I mean, are there other folks in the space, other competitors, or no,
1: sure? Um, the main, com- I mean, there's a lot of tools that are that you, people use for task management, right? So people will use to manage specific tasks on software. They'll, they'll use like bug tracking tools and things like that. But the way we come, the way we're coming at it in an angle, which is like a bit different. Um, the angle we're coming at it is like, okay, a lot of people when they, they wanna hire specific individual freelancers, they'll use a freelancer marketplace. Um, but we're coming at it is that, okay, most companies really need a team of people to execute. They'll need a, like, a few developers, a designer, a product manager. Um, and so we'll give them teams. Um, to help them execute on whatever they're trying to do. And the second thing that really goes wrong is the actual implementation process. And when they come to implement the software, um, things start to fall apart. And so that's where we come in uh, and, and make sure that the common problems, common pitfalls in outsourcing and building software, which is you know making sure communication is in tr- on track, making sure things are clear, having clear understanding of how payments are going to be made uh, what does quality mean? What does on-time mean? And what does trust and transparency mean? Like those are things that tend to be vague and tend to be overlooked in the need to just move quickly. Um, and we kind of help address those issues. Awesome. And so that's that's where we come in a bit different. But yeah, there's definitely a bunch of competitors and different ways in which we approach things, which is the sourcing part and then the actual oversight part There's different competitors. Well, Randy, areas. if people want
0: to follow your journey personally online, where can they connect with you or follow you?
1: Sure. Um, the best place it obviously I mean uh, is uh, you know you can email me on Randy uh, Twitter is uh, Twitter.com slash my, my handle is just at Randy Reyes R-A-Y-E-S-S my LinkedIn is just LinkedIn.com slash, in slash Randy Reyes so again R-A-Y-E-S-S
0: I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45 day money back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Well, hey, Randy, we'll link all those up in the show notes at NathanLacca.com forward slash the top two, three, five. Again, guys, if you're jogging or driving, just remember the number two, three, five. NathanLacca.com forward slash the top two, three, five. All right, Randy, it's time for my favorite part of the show, which is the wrap up here. Do you know what's next?
1: Sure. <laughs> what is those, it? Those questions. The, the <laughs> you're questions like, like, I don't know Saturday. what it
0: is, but it's something like that. It's time for the famous five. Are you ready? Okay. All okay, right. Go ahead. Number one, favorite business book.
1: Um, Andy Grove, High Output Management. I think that's a terrific
0: book. Number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now?
1: Um, David Sachs, who's the CEO of Yammer, ex-CEO of Yammer and current CEO of Zenefits, and uh, Scott Cook, who's the ex-CEO of uh, Intuit. I think those two guys are great. Mm -hmm. Number
0: three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like Evernote?
1: Um, A note tracking tool or a general software, SaaS tool? General. Um, I really like, um, flux, which makes sure that your screen is, uh, you it helps you with your, like times if you're working late at night, it helps your screen look, look good. And like, so it's, it gives you optimizes for the environment and for your eyes. So it doesn't kill your eyeballs. Exactly. Yeah. I have
0: to try that out. Okay. Uh, uh, number four here. What's your situation currently, by the way, Randy, are you married, single? Do you have kids? Single. Okay. And how old? Uh, late
1: twenties. late 20 you you don't want to say your age yeah well yeah i'm like 25
0: okay 25 all right so here's the question as you're building this empire right you're 25 years old uh yes or no are you getting eight hours of sleep every night
1: uh today i am getting about eight hours uh outside of days i travel does not definitely not the case the first couple years
0: got it okay and last question man take us back to your 20 year old self randy what do you wish he knew
1: um, I guess the key thing is that, you know, there's a lot of things you get stressed out about and a lot of things you worry about, um, that are not super relevant. I guess like one of the questions I love to ask and like that, I think is the best thing I I do today is that whenever something comes up and it might seem on the surface to be something I should be frustrated about, or society would say that that's something to be frustrated about, you ask yourself, like, how is this going to impact yourself in one year from that day that it happened? And what you realize is that when you do ask that question, you realize that most of the time it's um, Phenomenal. It's insignificant. Yeah, exactly. It's insignificant. And like most of the things like if you're just frustrated, you're just in traffic. And you're like, oh, my God, and you go crazy. Really, in one year's time, you're not going to give a sh- you're not going to care about it. And so um, and so that's like the best thing I can do is that uh, the best thing I've done is just, you know, g- gives you gives you perspective on uh, what seems like a, your, your human, human mind is very short sighted. But when you look at things over over the long spectrum, you realize that uh, most things are insignificant.
0: I love that advice, Randy. Guys, I hope you enjoyed hearing from Randy. He went from, again, nothing to scaling this business up, well over 100 customers, over a million dollars in revenue, and a 31 folks on his team. He's creating great jobs and building in a remarkable tool. Randy, thank you for taking us to the top.
1: Sure, thank you for having me.
0: If you guys enjoyed Randy today, go back and listen to Molly's episode yesterday. She's a creative artist who knows how to make a million dollars. She's certainly not broke. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today.